And we're back. We're back. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. We are back in this thing. Does anything else Ocho. need to, Does anything else need to be said? It's a party. Huh? It's a party. But what it's kind it's of party, party is it? Way, man. I, oh, I try yeah. to speak French right now, but my French is a little slacking. So, you know, I'm going to get the Rosetta Stone. And a little slacking or completely not at all there? <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> hey, Gary Alcala is in the studio. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Stoked. We try. Hey, man, welcome, brother. Welcome, hey. welcome, welcome. Hell yeah. Welcome. I'm going to read. I'm going to read through these sponsors. I'm very happy to have them here. Not uh, and not not only the sponsors, but also also the listeners. Because what would we be without the listeners? Thank yeah. you, listeners. Thank you. All listeners. four of y'all. Appreciate y'all. We love for you. For real. Thank you for tolerating you, us. First sponsor is Alpha Brain. Uh, okay. I think for me, the 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 mission of this podcast, at least for me, I don't know about crew, and I don't know what the listeners get from it. But for me, it's about. I don't want to say self-improvement. That sounds a little... It sounds lame, really. Little but cliche, it definitely... A cliche. It, cliche. But it definitely is about being the best person that you could possibly be. Right. Right? Optimi- like, optimization, right? Right. Hmm. And certain things are necessary for optimization. Working out, eating healthy, vitamins. Facts. People only think that applies to the body. It also applies to the mind. The Alpha- important thing, baby. Body, mind, and soul. We're not, we haven't, we're not quite sure on the soul part. We know what the body needs, and we know what the mind needs. One of those things is alpha brain, okay? So stop talking about placebo effects and take that goddamn alpha brain, okay? I don't get it. Goddamn, couldn't agree more. That's number one. Do you want some? I'll hook you up with some, by the way. Oh, shit. Just don't, don't, don't do, do not let Howie disperse them to you. <laughs> because Howie will give you about five, six of things in one time, and have you an intervention next week. Do not, he's codependent. So y'all, you know, don't let him, you know, I'm not saying nothing wrong with alpha brain, but just don't let Howie give it to you. I do have a tendency, I think, to over. I do, do when I dose people. I do give them a little bit too much. Armand, both Armand and Jose can attest to that. Armand almost had a panic attack. I only give him a little bit of coffee. He almost had a panic attack. Jose, that's a whole cafe, different man. story. He's at the beach. He's gonna come on next week. I think he can talk to you about that. Anyways, the point is Alpha Brain. That's our first sponsor. Second sponsor, only two this week. Church of what's happening now, where turkeys become eagles. Why gobble when you can soar, baby? First time we're playing a Kanye song. Here we go again. People talking shit, but when the shit hit the fan, everything I'm at, maybe everything I am. I never be picture perfect Beyonce. Be light as Al, be your black ass Chance. Remember him from Black Street? He was black as the street was. I never be laid back as his beat was. I never could see why people are reach a fake ass facade that they couldn't keep up. You see how I creeped up? You see how I played a big role in Chicago like Queen Latifah? I never rock a mink coat in a winter time. It's a party either way. Eight times in this thing. What, what do you what do you mean? Is it live? In what way? Like what, oh, like uh, like is it being you, streaming? Yeah, is it, oh, it's no, streaming no, no, live? We're not oh. streaming. Oh. We we're not the, we don't have the infrastructure for that yet. But oh, I see. Okay. Maybe at some point we will. All right. So no, we will. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah, even, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, at that's, some point, that's, that's coming. That's you know. Yeah. But there are no edits. We're going off the cuff. Yeah. On, Which is kind of difficult. What is an edit? All all we know is real time. Yeah, real. No edit. No Bill Mar. They don't edit. What's up, Bill Mar? Shout out to you. And no, you can't say nigga ever again in your life. You're gonna lose your bag. And something else. <laughs>
That's the first time we uh, played a Kanye song. I'm a big fan Word? of Kanye West. I didn't want to. Yeah, it's the first time. Oh, by the way, the music from last. Where my paper? Shout go? Out oh, yeah, Can you hear me? That paper. Mm-hmm. It had a. What were the songs where I wrote down? That paper there. Oh, who did who did we have last time on the songs? The music. Last week. Oh, Vince Staples. Oh yeah. Staples. Open up to Vince Staples. Thank I you. recently got into Vince Staples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a dope song too. It, it really kind of like. Once I listen to the words, I'm like, okay, Howie, I see you. Bro. Oh man, I see you, Howie. That line man. about Versace yeah. and fuck Versace, they're raping niggas' pockets, and they, we don't get the credit. Well, because Versace didn't have no hope control. I mean, Versace was killed by a side dude, so you know, mm-hmm. he obviously didn't have you know enough hope control to where you know a side dude killed him. So you know, yeah. I mean, his clothes is nice, but you know, you gotta be weary of some of these fashion designers because like you know, do they really want black clothes wearing that shit? <laughs> and and I'm like, and, I think, and it's a trip too, cause like Vince Staples, like even though he's like this ill ass li- like lyricist, he's he's so dope live. A little a little closer. Oh, okay, little closer. all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like he's super dope live. Yeah. So like, I saw him at the Joy Badass concert maybe two three years ago. Okay. Fucking the whole crowd was lit the entire yeah. time. Like maybe more for maybe more for him at the moment. Yeah. And then it led up to Joy Badass, and of course you know you have your fans and shit. Yo. But Vince Staples hyped up the whole crowd, even though. Mm. Probably, maybe some of them knew them. I feel like that's like a, a whole new era right there. That's like you know what I mean. That's that's like the beginning of a, of a new era in hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Vince Staples, Joey Badass. You know, these cat. I, I really feel like Joey Badass is gonna be here for for a while. You know, Vince Staples is gonna be here for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they they set the tone for this new trajectory in hip hop. You know. Vince, I think, definitely would be here for a while. Joey, I haven't listened to Joey. Well, how was his Joey, last album? Joey's dope. Joey, Joey's, you know, his Joey's last album was good. Super sick. Joey, like, you know, yeah, conscious stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get, uh, man, Joey came with. It. Matter of fact, Joey inspired Jay Z to do four four four. Yeah, really? Facts. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, because I think, this, uh, how he was coming on that record, man. Mm-hmm. Conscious brother, man. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I was watching. Okay, so I got I had to get the title free trial because as we were doing the podcast last week, mm-hmm. in the background on the TV, which I like this feature that you got is just Viceland and oh yeah, man, Shout stuff out to just Viceland, man. They really they really yeah. pushing, the, pushing the culture forward, man. Yeah, for real. For real. Like you know, what visually, I mean? narratively, they're focusing Don't on what we want to see. Spike Jones. Mm-hmm. So we got that going on in the background, and then you were also brought. It was title. You were showing title, which is off off a of revolt, right? Which is a channel that well, Diddy yeah, owns. I was showing the you know Breakfast Club uh, on revolt. You know, what I mean, it's just like man, TV is really changing, man. I remember like man back in the, like 10, 20 years ago, you couldn't see half the stuff that you see on TV now. You know, what I mean, like just in terms of people on, owning their own networks. You know, Puffy owning you know revolt and. Spike Jones, who did Jackass, now he, he's you know running a four billion dollar company, Viceland. You know what I mean? So anything's possible in this country, man. Yeah, exactly. Real. It's and definitely it, what. And like even like if you compare, you know, like like Cruz said, like twenty years ago, like just the amount of shit that's changed, and like you know, like just you can you can increase that by the amount of channels and shit. You know, more people are out doing their own thing. Yeah. You know, like local channels and shit like that, and like they grow. It's and, wild, uh, yeah, it's yeah, wild. Yeah, exactly. And you can definitely, you can, um, there's this, there used to be this, the third party, right? There used to be, like, this mediator that you had to, you know, like, the writers, the creative people, the talent had to go through the producers and the executives to get a platform to do their work, right? Yeah, the middleman was tough. The middleman, that was the word, that was the third yeah. party, that was not the word. Middleman. Yeah. So now you got, now you got the middleman is, uh, is, basically non-existent they no longer exist their power is gone and so 
the artists can go directly to the people. You know, the the distribution, the price points are much smaller. It's 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 wild, and it allows this freedom, which I think is really important. Yeah, ain't no more A and R. There's no more artists and repertoire departments and labels. You gotta pretty much come with a package already up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And you better do more than one thing besides rap. <laughs> Yeah. Or, or, you know what I mean? You better play an instrument. You better sing. You better be multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Well, diversify, you know? You Have more. There's more. There's more. Than, you can do more things than just one thing. And also, I mean, like, everybody, everybody's talented now, right? Like, everybody has a platform. So, the co- well, not, you I know. know about the talent every, I mean, the There's competition. The competition is stiffer, definitely, right? Yeah. So, you're going to, you know, the bag that you're going to collect is going to be much smaller than you would have collected had that person in the middle of nowhere not been able to have access you know like back in the day people didn't have access to these platforms now they do so you're competing and even if they're not good even if they're not talented they're still gonna sort of like you know might take up people's time that would had you know what do you think um like yeah like when i think of that like you know like a lot of the actors that help out on set and all that like they they don't have just acting as a platform like they, they they're like some of the actresses actresses drum and like for bands that are they're successful for out in their own city mm-hmm. and like of course like you know the the actress isn't too big but i mean she's well known enough but it's 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 strange because like you know you have you have a lot of these people who don't just have one profession like they move on from music and then they branch out into acting like you look at tupac and like the smart ones, you look, yeah yeah definitely. you look at the ones who like expand their expand their horizons over to different art forms and you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy and it's it's almost i would say it's needed now like you need to have a good amount of publicity like any any amount of public yeah, publicity diversity, diversity, good. yeah almost, yeah definitely people mm. are not satisfied by one thing now no yeah, like you gotta have the attention span is like this like yeah the people's attention span is 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 nothing so yeah. you got you got to be multifaceted you got to be an asset to the to the situation you know what I mean? Um, and you got to own your own shit, getting back to Jay-Z, yeah. right? Which I'm looking yeah. at title, and first of all, fuck yeah, Jay-Z for having, basic, first of all, Diddy on a couple, and it's layered. Yeah. Diddy's got his own channel, Jay-Z's got his own music subscription, like shout out to Jay-Z for yeah. trying to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Going up against Apple and, and, and Spotify and all these titans and trying to really yeah. make it work. And so I'm sitting there watching Jay Z, and it was the, it was footnotes. It was a tie. So I had to get the, I had to get the free trial for the fourth time. First time. <laughs> Damn, he said for the for the, for the, for the yeah. time. No, for yeah. the fourth time. This is Damn. round four. Cause uh, uh, first I got the first the first three rounds were for the Life of Pablo when Life of Pablo was only available. It came out Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. early on Sunday morning. Dude, the first time I listened to Life of Pablo, I was just it was Valentine's Day yeah. morning. Damn, you remember. It was like one o'clock in the morning. It dropped. It dropped right after he wilded out on SNL. Do you watch him? He he spazzed out. He plays two songs from Life of Pablo. He performs them on SNL. He does first one in like the beginning, and then he closes with um, Ultralight Beam. And then he sort of like lays down and the guy baptizes him. And then he gets up and he's like, fucking Life of Pablo available on this, on this and this and this. And he just spazzes out and he's like, ah, <laughs> like literally he goes like that. And then I was like, it's available. Ran yeah, to my yeah. computer. Got t- I was like, it's time to get title. Mm-hmm. And then I just listen. I just listened to my bed in the dark. I just listened to Life mm-hmm. of Pablo. Because, you know, title titles is just like how LeVar Ball, the LeVar Ball situation, how he got the big baller brand. And Jay-Z talked about that on the, on the Rap Radar podcast on how he bought three pairs just to support him just because he took a stand and said, look, 
I'm not gonna use a major distribution like Nike and this, that, and the other to try to get on. I'm gonna just make my own company and come out with my own brand, and I don't need no help. And I mean, that takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. real just drive to do that. And, and I think we need to take risks like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? More. Exactly. You know and like, mean? and Title, like, they're still the only uh, subscription service still leading, op- leading up to like uh, exclusive projects. You know, like they're they're really the only platform other than sometimes Apple a little bit. It's like a music HBO. Yeah, it, you have to pay for like new shit. Mm-hmm. You, essentially, you're paying for it's it. The future, and, though. Yeah, and it's like Not you know, physical. and like even with sound, like you know, the main thing of title is the high definition. You know, uh, 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 I forget the term. Sound better than YouTube. It's yeah, like, exactly. YouTube sound like bootleg. It's not a sound. It's it has very depth. Yes, high fidelity. Yeah, high fidelity. And then, like with people, like you know, phones don't even have headphone jacks anymore. Like people are gonna graduate to better sound. Right, exactly. And at a point, it's just gonna be needed. Sound? No, it's like if it's wireless, it's still Mm -hmm. gonna lose some kind of you know resolution. Well, he's talking about the headphones, but like title, title himself. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know. There's some. Title's dope. I like title. I'm glad I got title when I got title. You know what I mean? Because I support. I support us. I support mm. the culture. You feel me? Well, that's what you I was mean? thinking about. As I'm watching title, and I'm, as I'm watching these footnotes, and they talk about ownership, they talk about like they talk about being black in America. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was footnotes for a specific. I think it was. I don't. I don't remember which song, but they've got footnotes to every song in four four four, and they're coming out weekly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're talking about ownership, and I was like, this is. And also, dude, th- it's not. It's not low quality. This mm-hmm. is like high quality. Like the music videos that accompany the footnotes. It's like this doc. It's cinematically, it's Who like beautiful dope. work. Moonlight's dope. Yeah, Kill Moonlight. Kill Jay Z, all of them. You know what I mean? Kill Jay Z. Just the, this, the, the, the double, triple entendres that he having. Like he, that man. Yeah, he did it with the thirteenth album, man. For real. Mm-hmm. I, you know what yeah. I mean? Because all the way through. Wait a I second. Was, the thirteenth? That's his thirteenth. That's thirteenth yep. studio you know, album. You know what number thirteen is? Like, his album and Solange album. You could play from cover to cover. And that that shit slap. Yep. 13th is cover to cover. That's a resurrection number, folks. It is. That's what I said, too. So, as soon as I seen the 13, Woo! I was like, that's the Christ. Mm-hmm. Woo! Damn. Because the 12, what? 12 plus 1 is 13. 12 disciples plus 1, that's the Christ. So, he it took him 13 <laughs> albums to reach that pinnacle to where he was like, I'm going to change the tra- trajectory and rap, and we're going to get on some real. Because he, he kind of dropped some grown, grown man shit back in the day. People just mm-hmm. didn't catch up on it. And his whole album wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. He's really, like he said, it's, it's layered like a mug. 444 is very layered. He's talking about a lot of issues on, on the album. And he dropped it on, on the same day 21 Savage album dropped. And I'm like, man, is, is he doing that on, for a reason? I think you know so. what I'm saying? I think so, because, like, if you, like what's, the, what's the main popping song right now in the U.S. on Spotify right now? Bank Account yeah. by 21 Savage. Yeah. And, like, you asked me maybe a year and a half ago, I, I would have never thought 21 Savage would be on the top. He's the polar opposite of Jay-Z. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just... Well, not the polar, a, but you know. Yeah, like he he's out he's out here just thugging and shit just all the time. Like that's yeah. what he reps. And like then you have this artist like Jay Z and like of course Twitter just blows up over it. You know, and then and then fucking you have like I don't know how to explain it. You just have twenty one savages being there yeah. repping what he reps, but then then again you have those two sides of the culture and what's more popular right now. What did it for me was when on the shining song with DJ Khaled when Jay was Jay Z was like twenty one. Grammys. Mm-hmm. He was like 21. He was doing his little ad lib. I'm like, oh, he's talking about 21 Savage. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Vince Staples was on the Shining, uh, on him and Beyonce's song Shining. When he was like, mm-hmm. when, he, when Jay-Z's part, when he yeah. starts rapping, 
He's, he starts, he's like, yeah, 21. He's talking about 21 Grammys. Yeah. But he he's, he says the same. Like, Alib is. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's so, me. And, and he dropped the album on the same day. And your boy is, like, kind of representing that new kind of, like, lean era that yeah. I think he's trying to, like, you know what I mean? Take a little heat away from. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, come on, man. It's, 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 it's a generation game. It's offering, well, I, uh, but Jay-Z talks about in this album yeah. is, like, don't, you know, like, I never got support from the older people, you know, the people that came before me and that, you know, Oh, old niggas never accepted me. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, and yeah. I think he wants to fix it. I think it was in Family Feud, right? Where he yeah. wants to fix that. But I think also yeah. it's like, well, Vince Staples talked about this. Vince Staples was on Ebro and he goes, uh, he goes, first of all, he talks about how in the black community there's, is, there is a, not fetishization really, but there's this focus on trauma and how we sell mm. black people sell trauma, yeah, and I think yeah. a lot of minorities sell trauma. Like and in the media, yeah, in the media, the image of the black person or minorities in general is like is this image of trauma, living through violence, trauma, violence, yeah. drugs, drugs yeah. you know, abuse of all kinds. And we talked about that last Rob- week, how the black American and African has you know the vibe, right. but, you know what I'm saying? But specifically, Jay Z. I mean, he made the album for everybody. Anybody can listen to the album. But honestly, it was an open letter to the black man. To me, that that's what I took from that the album. Because I feel like we are in a state right now where, talking about the young, the young black males, who should I say? Um, they are in a state where they kind of just don't know which way to go. You know what I mean? They think that sipping lean and Because they're getting from pills. everywhere. They're inundated. Yeah. Like, I got to do this. I got to do yeah. this. I got And Vince, so that's what Vince Stables is like. You know what happened last week? I went back home. One of my uh, these two kids never did nothing wrong in their life. Got in a, got in a fight. The other one popped the other one. Mm. And he goes, I'm not gonna say who, but he was listening to somebody. And he was like, Oh, he goes, he's like, you know what he said to me last time I visited him? Mm. He was listening to this rapper. I'm not gonna say which one, but he goes, I'm listening to him, and he's like, Hey, it feels like making you do something, huh? It makes you feel like going mm. out and and doing some shit, huh? That's mm. what this kid said yeah. to Vince Staples. The first, like uh, the last time they met, second time he goes back home to just like he had popped somebody, mm-hmm. and immediately I was like, oh, the kid was listening to Twenty One Savage, you know? Yeah, the, the music invokes the spirit. What were you gonna say here? No, 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 I I disagree. No, no, I'm just no. Totally it, I mean, like I'm watching this, and I was like, oh, that he's talking about Twenty One Savage. This kid was listening to Twenty One yeah. Savage, and if you're, you know, it's fun for white kids to listen to Twenty One Savage out in the burbs. Cause they keep and, it at a distance, right? Thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can pretend like. You know, like, oh, this is great music and yeah. shit. Like, I, and it's great to get lit to. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to 21 Savage in the hood and there's guns that are easily accessible, you're going to go out and shoot somebody, dude. If that's yeah. your anthem, if that's your theme song. I mean, yeah, and all this is by design, man. Yeah. Come on, now, these labels put, and I love Keith and them, man. They put, they put these cats up front for a reason, man, because they're trying to invoke that spirit. And Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these record labels, they, they, um, they own the prisons. A lot of these record labels, they have money in the prison system, in the private, because it's a privately owned system. We're going to have to put down oh, super facts. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. Oh, we'll put down yeah. super facts. The recording industry and the prison up. industry goes hand in hand. Oh, okay. Please believe I mean, that. I, I could totally believe that. You know what I'm saying? I totally and, believe and, and I think money know, and money goes hand in hand. We all know so. the, the prison is, is the new plantation. So, Without you know what I'm saying? Like, like, we talked about how white supremacy, it morphs, and it morphs, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just got to always keep your third eye open out here. All this music is, is, is pretty much sending you to an early grave. Mm-hmm. To drug addiction, you know what I'm saying, and, and and it's like that's the music they they let in abundance out, mm-hmm. they let out in abundance, you know what I mean, and that's why Jay was just coming with that, you know what I mean, he probably was. Well, that's what I'm getting at. I think that's why yeah. he dropped it to yeah. sort of counterbalance. Because this is this is he, he feels he feels partly responsible for that. 
Yeah. Yeah. He is big. He did big pimping. Mm-hmm. He was about that life before before four four. Let's not let's not forget mm-hmm. the all the blueprints. Reasonable doubt. My man was in the streets. You feel me? So it's yeah. just like he probably feels responsible for how the culture is going right now mm-hmm. because he played a part in that. So it's like oh shit. Like man, like he said on Rap Radar, like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna say nothing. Like we just gonna keep doing the same shit. Like that's what he li- that's what he said verbatim. Like man, like. And that's why I take my head out to that brother, because like we were really going, and we probably I don't know. I'm not saying a man can save the world or save the save the whole. Rap, hey, one, you know what I'm one at a time. Mm-hmm. Why can't you right, save right. the world? Right, right. But I'm saying, but yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like Joey Badass inspired him to do that album. How, exactly. how is that? How the you young know? generation. Joey Badass represents that young generation. Did Jay Z yeah. say that or what? No. Well, uh, put it this way, because like Jay Z released uh, uh, Holy Carter, uh, Mac- Ho- uh, Holy Grail, Magna Carta. Yeah. In yeah. 2013, yeah. that was a year after he had, he had met Joey, and then he realized what a success Joey was off of his first album and his mixtape. And like, keep in mind, Joey was approached by Jay like right after he released his first mixtape, and and uh, Joey said no. He said no. He goes like, even though Jay Z is one of his favorite artists and he would yeah. love to be associated with him, he just wanted to go do his own thing. Mm-hmm. So therefore. I could just you could just see this trend, right? Like so, like he moves on. He he he's not necessarily involved with Kanye anymore because that was like after Watch Throne. He goes on to do title. He goes on this different route after Holy uh, Holy Grail Magna Carta, which was just this one sound of just like pretty much like an alternate Yeezus, mm-hmm. you know? And like, Jay- uh, Magna Carta Holy Grail. Yeah, like yeah, Holy Grail. Yeah, Mark, yeah. He, he talked about that too. Y'all gotta see. Yeah. You got title now, so you can watch the rap, rap radar podcast he was on talking about the album. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, he's the Kanye thing, man. Kanye fucked up when he said something about his kids and his wife on stage. Mm-hmm. That's what did he say? That, that, I, I don't know exactly oh, what he said, what but he Jay, Jay, that's what Jay said. Jay said he crossed that line. Jay crossed that line when he was on that stage talking about B and his and his child. What did he say? Wait, when he was when he was going on the rant talking yeah, about yeah. how, how Nori a, yeah. how Nori didn't see the kid how Nori and all that shit it, yeah, like yeah, oh he, he wasn't talking bad about him he was just well, saying I don't know, I don't know. Kinda. I, I'm just saying what the bro- what the brother said he not. That's not something he's gonna get over that easy. Sure, yeah, sure, you know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. So, this man he even brought up his man's kid, and his man's wife, in in a huge spectrum, like a, like a you know what I mean? Such a big venue like, like that. Arena. So, he I don't know, man. I hope the brothers can get it together, man. But he, I don't know. Jay Z kind of sound like man. He crossed that line. Yeah. So that's gonna take some time probably to, to heal that wound. It was it was during the Life of Pablo tour. Remember how like he was standing up on the stage and like he would just start ranting and he'd storm off and then like. Uh, he was, uh, he said, he's like, Jay, if you want to come see me, come to my house. Like, come to my house and see my kids and see my wife. Like, you never come see me anymore or something like that. Something along those lines. And it was during one, it was during his tour. And uh, uh, remember, there was one where, like, he literally, he stopped his show because he got so mad. And that was the last show. And then he went and he got a 5150 after that. Mm. Which I think, one, we have to consider that he was... Uh, he was fifty one fifty. If you went fifty one fifty before you go fifty one fifty, there's a whole there's about I want to say two or three weeks where reality is very slippery, and then it's like this avalanche of events that happens. Like this very like two or three days. First of all, you're not getting a lot of sleep because your mind is racing. And I've read about this. Did a paper on it also. And, uh, and, um, so, listen, 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 listen
but but there's there's like there's it's a bunch of little incidences that lead up to a huge explosion of emotions and what what exactly what we saw with Kanye West. So people are like, first of all, I'd like to cite, I'd like to invoke Kendrick Lamar. The lyric is, when the shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? That's one. And number two is like, he was going crazy. I'm not saying give him a pass, but I'm saying give him a pass. You know what I mean? Like he, the man went crazy, number one. Number two, I don't agree with calling Jay-Z out in a public way, but is what he's saying, is it really that bad? Jay-Z, like, if you want to... If but you want to... That's something, that's something you do privately. That's exactly. not something yeah, exactly. you do in front okay. of, like, thousands of people. That's just, sure. that's kind of corny to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's... You know what that's, I mean? That's, that's yeah. real corny. It's just like, that's the era we live in, though. Motherfuckers will go on social media instead of just, like, calling you or texting mm-hmm. you like 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 a real person. Like, mm-hmm. you want to broadcast on social media so everybody can Everybody's see Everybody's Because your ego is involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That social media is a lot of ego. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, man, like that's just the era we in, man. Motherfuckers want to broadcast shit. And then, well, and then it leads to like, you know, like, like putting it on social media. Like all, again, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah. You know, it just expands their audience. It gets it gets them better record sales out of the opening. Sh- straight and shit unless, like that. Unless you're R. Kelly, aka pedophile Robert. Oh fuck. Because if you're pedophile Robert, now it's not really looking good for you. You need your ass beat, and you probably need to be in somebody jail. <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah. yeah. You know, I I am I am very eager to see. Uh, the rumor is that Life of Pablo Tour will continue in 2018. I urge everybody to go see it. It was a, tr- and I mean, the experience was sublime for a number of reasons. I did I actually wrote a little essay about it, about the feeling of the concert, but also like the process of Kanye losing his mind. You were book court and shit. Yeah, I actually did. I actually did. did. Was that for graded or something? No, I just did it. Just, okay, bro, I mean, I, I, that, that much of experience. Okay, I dude, I'm not knocking. I'm just like, damn, I gotta go. Shit. That, <laughs> this is this is the name of the essay, and I'm a, and I, you know, if anybody wants it, hit me up. It's called How to Don't Use. Nobody wants to essay, man. Let's you can talk about. It. Listen, <laughs> it's called How to Use the Force, Mental Illness, Kanye West, and How to Be Here Now. And I tie in these ideas about psychosis, the ego, celebrity, art. And like, and and what can happen when you intertwine all these things, and also like thinking instinctively. And I talked about how you said it's a lot of ego, right? And I mm-hmm. think, what does Ram Dass talk about in "Be Here Now"? You need to dismantle the ego before you go on this journey. He talks about yeah. psychotics, and he's like, you go in thinking you're God, but mm-hmm. and he goes, that's chill, man. I'm God too. We're all God. Like we're all mm-hmm. different points of consciousness, right? We're all different. The the idea is that. We are all uh, points of consciousness. We are the universe experiencing itself subjectively, which is to say that we're all different points of consciousness. So, like, to make an analogy, you got a hand, right? And the hand ends in five fingers, right? right. So the five, fini- f- the five fingers individually don't see each other as connected, right? They're mm-hmm. just looking at each other, and, like, one is like, I'm Everybody the Everybody got that lifeline, though. Right. My lifeline count- look, like, look kind of long. Well, that's the thing. You, if, you, if the pinky and the thumb so only realized... Right crevice right there it might be like bumping the road or something what do you think uh just some drama you know baby mama drama well but anyway, we'll talk about that later but you know what i mean if the pinky and the thumb realize that they're both part of the palm yeah. then they start to understand oh we're all part of the hand we're all part of the body right? right what happens when you go in like when you start to think of yourself as this consciousness with your ego intact which is not not uh, ego not in the sense of arrogance but ego in the sense of like uh, a separate identity, right? Because there's different meanings of ego, and arrogance is just one aspect of that. But if you think of the ego as a mechanism to separate your consciousness from others, 
it's it's really like a way to to orient yourself in 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 uh, when interacting with yourself and the people around you, right? Gotcha. So that is a function of the ego is to like is 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 this identity, the central identity. And you when you lose that identity, that's called the death of the ego, but really there's the dissolve of the ego. The ego never really dies, it just dissolves. Right, because you still need it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You still need it. Yeah. So when Kanye West did this you know, he he performed this function as like this artist. It's, this is like trying to channel, really channel, like in the purest way, art, right? Like the the setup of the Pablo tour was him floating in the crowd, mm. vibing off the crowd, and also as a point of focus for them to like channel the reverence through, and then to reach like this ultimate thing beyond that, which is like that pure substance which all art tries to draw Look from. Look how you break your shit down. Oh, bro. <laughs> I wrote this whole essay. Down. I wrote this whole essay. Okay. The problem is when you go in with your ego, yeah. the pinky, instead of realizing that it and the thumb are part of the palm, the pinky starts to think, oh, the palm is part of me, the thumb is part of me, mm. the middle finger, the index finger, the ring finger, they're all parts of me. So instead of you realizing that you're all parts of the same conscious, you start to think, oh, um, they're all part of my consciousness. And you start to interact with people as if you can control them. You start um, to get, yeah, you, you know what you I mean? You start feeling yourself. You start feeling yourself yeah. too much, and that's what mania is. That's that okay. manic episode. That's that psychosis. That's where you get these delusions of grandeur and, and the Messiah, and like, and then it's and then it ends. And in, then when you're a Gemini, it's probably a little extra complicated because you got them little them duality going. No you know doubt. What I'm yeah. No doubt. That's true. What's up, Gary? Man, what's, what's good? What's yeah. Good? What? Good, man? What? That yeah. was an intro to. Uh, by the way, the podcast is now starting, or what? <laughs> Did the intro, oh, I feel that, like we. That were, was that was the, the preamble. That was the yeah. preamble. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even I mean, get through the. We didn't even. You know what? I want to save super facts. Let's just. We got. Oh, by the way, last. So that first song was Vince Staples, "Lift Me Up." Second song, the at the end was Jay Z, "Family Feud." Produced by No ID. Shatan, what up? Produced by No ID from Chicago. New ID. Oh, absolutely. Kanye's mm. mom introduced him to. Anyways, Gary Alcala. Hey, what's up, everybody? In the studio. Yeah, yeah G was yeah. good. In yeah. the lab. In the lab. He yeah. brought like three forty ounces with him. Hey. Um, you know what I'm saying? Some some Starburst and uh <laughs> and like three turkey sandwiches. And some spits. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the cookies out the oven? I actually turned oh, the shit. oven off, so the cookies should be just uh, right. Oh right. Damn. Okay. You gotta catch them like running Smart, like, right light there. like like Drake. Like a little light, like like kinda Drakeish. Yeah. And just turn the oven off. Mm. And it cooks and it, it still cooks, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still got that heat. Yeah, because you don't wanna be too crunchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When did you start baking? When did that uh, I've never known. In home been. economics in seventh grade. <laughs> That's when I really started baking. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, what? Up. What up, Gary? What is your? Uh, I Gary met you in a production class with yeah. Jack McLean's ex-wife, which I don't even know that they used to be married. Yeah, man, that was a Damn, trip. After love triangle, Gary. Yeah. No, me. Yeah. We had actually, actually, almost, I almost hung out with Jack like a few times, yeah. and like for. A specific reason too what? so like so like we were so like uh uh I, I would come to class right i'd park and like chill and i'm like right there like in my car you know doing my thing and then fuck um he would uh he would pass by and he'd be like yo and and i'd like exit I, i'd like take off my, take out out of my car and like go to him and i'm like hey I'm like he goes like yeah i, I, I smell a little something I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, I mean, oh just, shit. yeah. And I was just like, no I was just like, dude, uh, 
He goes like, he goes like, you got, you got First of all, why is he parking in the student parking lot? I don't know. That's Honestly. just the type of guy Jack McLean would be. Yeah, he just what parks there, okay. chilling, like whatever. Dude. Like he's so humble. Oh, it's cool. And uh, worked on Titanic. Yeah, he worked on Titanic, Grease, um, Clint, a bunch of Clint Eastwood movies, right? Pretty much. Like that. Well, that's his favorite director. He's in love with him, dude. Yeah. No, straight up. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, and then like, I just uh, he wasn't down. He wasn't down. He wasn't down, but, like, he's down still. Like, he's not, he's not, he was, he was denying it at the moment, pretty much. Like really? That. Yeah. He's like, no, but if you want to chief later, we can chief. Yeah. If that's no, 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 not even like that, but more uh, just like. Chop it up. Just like, yeah, go ahead, dude. Chop yeah. it up. And it was just. Yeah. What was his wife's name again? It was. Uh, she, Penny. Penny, Penny. Yeah, Penny. yeah, yeah. Penny, Penny. she's English. Yeah. Sometimes, if you got used to her, she kind of looked a little hot, but not really. Real, uh, like, mopey kind of. Very I mean, small I, head, very old, like, bad mm. white like skin like mm. white like really you know how like some old white ladies just yeah maybe almost every white usually when you see a white lady who has aged well you're surprised mm. so what does that mean yeah exactly that the so i mean she's still i mean she's she's just kind of milfy like i'd say milfy kind of kind of milfy. her hair is really thin and short that yeah. for me was like uh she looked like she looks unhealthy old she almost look, burnt yeah like almost burnt out yeah but yeah. So Penny, so that was a producing class, and we met. We met in that. That was class. a. Di- that was a directing class. No, wasn't it the produ- Oh, it no. was. It was a directing class. It was a uh, director's a director's yeah, art and filmmaking. Remember okay. that? Yeah. Director's art and filmmaking, and then uh, we had the editing class after. Remember, and that's where we kind of like uh, kicked it off. Dude, that that class was a five-hour. Wasn't it seven Six. hours? It was. It was set. It was it from was one, one to seven. One. Oh yeah, one to. Uh, it was like twelve. It was like twelve thirty. Oh, dude, that that class was a marathon. Yeah, yeah. it was so was hard. It? it was editing with I don't even remember. Digital editing with uh, Nino. With Nino. Yeah. Who's this Italian dude who looks like Tom Cruise? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah one like time, I swear to God, he looked like a, a bald Tom Cruise. And one time, I almost burst out laughing in his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because it just, I was just looking at him, and then yeah. I started thinking about Tom Cruise, and he just looked more and more and more like Tom Cruise, and I almost just busted. But he, did he jump on the desk though? Nah, he like, he, like he would, he would, um, he's the person to like, not even yell for anything, you know, for like anything at all during any class during the whole six seven hours. Yeah, real oh, calm oh, yeah, he's dude. A suitor. He's a suitor. Real calm, humble dude. Calm but assertive, and yeah, and. He'll be disappointed or dis- displeased with you, and you'll see it. But he won't. He won't blow up. He'll just be like, yeah. "Dude, get your shit together." But or he won't even raise his tone. That. Yeah, like he wouldn't raise his tone. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's he cool. W- and he worked for who did he work for Paramount? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Dude, I mean, shout shit. out to RCC Honestly, Film and hey, Television. Real talk, RCC is probably one of the best community colleges in Southern California. Yeah, Man. it's one of the biggest Hands too. Down. One of the you know biggest, too. especially for film. For, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The ambiance. You know what I mean? Like, is that French? What is that? Just the environment, just the the, oh, the, the, oh, scene, the, oh, scene, the scenery. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you you got a lot of praise about the film department there. Like, you have a lot, like a lot of like young, ambitious. Like, that's probably the best adjective I can think of right now. You say young bitches. <laughs> ambitious. I oh, I young bitches. Young, 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 I'm like, I, hold on, R. Kelly. I, 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 I guess you can put young bitches in there too. Because like. Cause like you you have more you have more women coming into the department too you know like so I guess it's true so you know so it's just dope like it's just dope like the the amount of uh, quality and quantity 
of yeah. projects yeah. being put out. And so. and the stewardship. Bud Tedesco. Yeah. Bud. 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 Old Bud. And, uh, and Scott Hernandez is probably doing a pretty good job mm-hmm. too, right? He's yeah. a department head. He's making moves. UCR Arts Block downtown, bringing yep. people from RCC. Dope. It is it is building up in a way that I mean I I in I went there for a year I took for a full year I took two I think actually four semesters right it was four semesters of film classes mm-hmm. and I learned I think basically everything I needed to know I mean film is an art form right so you learn mm-hmm. you okay. learn the basics you learn the basic rules the fundamentals and then you just go on to do your own shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, don't and, need, you don't need to get yeah. so much theory and... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean when, like, you know, get up and fucking make a movie. That's it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's study, what they study, made study us do. Study great films. Study great films. That's, that's all yeah. we you did. Know, just study the eras of films, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? From film noir to Spike Lee and black film. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah. study everything. Shout out to Cynthia Morrill, great film theory teacher, film critic teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. It was just... You, you watched movies and made movies. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah. a lot of it has to do with the passion of the people, too. Like, yeah. a lot of it is in class. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is just their own personal passion that makes them that makes them want to go out the, and see these movies, that makes them yeah. want to go out and just be a part of one or even just to know more about it, enough to just not be paid do interns, internships and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of it just comes from sh- straight from home. Straight from fucking Amazon and Netflix and mm-hmm. like shit like that. Like, like I never, I never figured I, I would love um, Babel as much as I did. But like I saw it one day. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Kate uh, uh, Blanchett. Mm-hmm. And um, love it as much as I did. And then realize, okay, this guy does. Uh, he has a previous two films. Moving on to his older films, and you're a fan, and then like you just branch off and tell other people, actors and shit like that. So yeah, it's a passion. That's true. I didn't see I, just, I didn't see Babel, but I saw him about it with Master P. Mm. Um, it's definitely a cult classic. You know what I mean? Uh, when it comes to bootleg films. Hold on. What are you talking about, Babel? I'm, I'm, I haven't seen Babel, but I saw it. I'm, I'm about it. Master I'm P. About it? Yeah, hey, uh, Master P. Uh, Master P's first movie. I'm about it. Oh, what's mm. that? It's pretty much just chronicling Wait, his life. What are you and, saying? And, Hold on. I'm about I, I, I am about it. I'm oh, about I'm about it. Like, I'm about it, about it. Oh, I was like, mm. how are you about it, about it? It sounded like an African, <laughs> I thought it was like an, it sounded like an African tribe. I'm about it. <laughs> That's how you know it's a divide. <laughs> you just get that. That's, ladies and gentlemen, why there's a divide. <laughs> Uh, because I'm about it. Master P, man. Master P, one of the legends, man. One of the greats. It's true. Who helped save the ma- the music industry, you know what I mean? After Tupac and Biggie died, you know what I'm saying? But he had a film in 95 called I'm About It. which mm. pretty much chronicled his life as a hustler in New Orleans. and You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's an old film. It's like a... It's shot, like, cheaply, you know what I mean? But it's like a cult classic because it's so mm. real, so authentic. Mm. I'm About It. I-M-B-O-U-T-I-T. Where where is this available right now? On YouTube. It's on, on YouTube. On, okay. on, on, the, on the, uh, the king of bootlegs, YouTube. Yeah. You can find right. bootlegs on YouTube. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. get it twisted. Oh, straight up. More than Netflix, because Netflix, you know, they, they bad and bougie, and YouTube is you know fine and frugal. Mm-hmm. I really, I really love. Like you know, I think for a period, especially when I went when I got to RCC into the film department, and I saw how passionate people are, it intimidated me a little bit. Not because I felt like they knew more than me, but I felt like they were committed more. They mm. were committed in a way that I didn't have the courage or the work ethic to be committed. That was your own mm-hmm. inner thing. That was that was me. That was me. Mm-hmm. I you, thought, yeah. and it kind of, and and I didn't, especially at, mm-hmm. at the time, because I was afraid to, you know, go through what an aspiring filmmaker goes through. Like I was like, this is a hard ass road, and I dipped. 
I dipped. Mm-hmm. After that year, I was like, I gotta go back and go be a square. Mm-hmm. I uh, get get on your square, I, dude. I, I, I it's still like that. I, I, I'm not gonna say you're the only person that feels like that. I feel like that. Mm-hmm. I, it's the sense of competition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's not even like because all of these people are your friends and they're pro- and for me like they're my best friends. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just it's 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 a good sense of motivation because you know you have all these like gifted people like they're on set and you just see their work and you just see how like how you, you could see the vision immediately right. you can see the people that aren't prepared as much and you learn from mm, their mistakes, mistakes right. and I, I'm not even gonna say you're alone in saying that I feel like uh, what was that word you said it was a um, commitment commitment uh, for example you have one per, uh, one of my best friends has done three films before I've done my second. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. and she's working every day. You know, she's she's doing part time work. That's Tammy. Yeah. That's you know, and like you have shit. You know, like all these like pretty much year long projects. Not even year long, but like half a year long. You feel a certain type of way about that? Exactly. And like it's just don't like be hate, don't be hating. No, ooh, ooh, don't, ooh. don't be hating now. Not even she hating. Do do now. It's on. more like it's more like. All right, now that drives me to. Right, get out, get out one. Just get out, bust out one. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, it was like, it wasn't really competition, but it was like, it was like, um, I wasn't afraid that I, I couldn't produce work of the caliber that they were producing. I, you know, actually the contrary, the contrary. I thought I could do better, but it was, but this, I only, I thought I could do it, but to go through the work, I knew I had it in my head, but to go through the work to make it come out was something that I wasn't willing to do and seeing them do it made me and, and not like hit or not get like really successful and to see them plugging away you know sort of like year after year was something like god it was almost like a war- I took it as a warning like mm. dude what what are you signing up for and I shied away mm. and I was like fuck you know what do you do you think you made the right decision I mean well now I'm back now it's like yeah, I'm committed said, yeah, I- Right. That's why I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm you got your second win, pimp. Now, mm-hmm. now, that's exactly. It took me a while to to get. It, everybody, everybody has their own journey, right? And for me, it was stopping film, taking a break, and realizing how I couldn't do anything else but film, yeah. right? Like I did. I mean, I could, I could, but would I be happy? And how much would I regret not doing film, mm. dude? It would. You know how I know I'm on the right track. First of all, I love, dude. Okay. Podcasts have helped me in a lot of ways, but one of them is providing me with wisdom that I know will help me in the mm. future. I know because I hear the same thing over and over and over again. What's that? I well, one of the things is when Joey Diaz would say that it felt it was like torture when when he saw other people succeeding in a way that he knew he could succeed if he put the work in, but because he hadn't put the work in, mm. he was a bum. He was a mutt sitting on the sidelines and watching them succeed. And it tortured him. And, it, and, he, and he would talk about how he would like go to bed crying sometimes. And he would talk about like how this is, I mean, I never cried. But I definitely, like, I, I look at these people who are now the same age as us, dude. We got filmmakers mm-hmm. who are 27, 26, yep. killing it. Yeah. yeah. That could have been me. That could have been you. Yeah, but you can't measure somebody else's success. Well, that's with that's what I'm saying. But you know what but I mean? what what you can do is look at what they did, yeah. right? And say, "Okay, how did they do it?" And I was like, "Oh, 
All they did was they put the work in, they took risks, they were committed, they, they, were, they trusted themselves, and they never... The big thing was... They weren't lazy and they weren't afraid, and right? Doubt, doubt, and there was no doubt. There was no doubt. They just, they just committed. They decided. Shout out to Big Sean. I decided. They decided to be something, and then they went out and did it. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and now I think, I, I, now I'm there. But it took. I started doing the film classes in 2013. It took four years for me, and this whole circum, you know, this whole different route to get back on track. And I think that was unique to me. It's just I needed those four years to build up the bravery, build up the work ethic to actually pursue what I wanted to pursue. At least you Mm -hmm. see that. What's up with you, Gary? What made you want to get into film, Gary? Like, I mean, well, I mean, everybody since like the young age, you know, you're just a fan of, like I, I grew up at home watching VCRs all day. Okay. You know, that's, that's what kept me busy and what, that's what kept me Pretty much at home. Did you rewind them before you took about the blockbuster? Oh, or you I bought them. That, that didn't rewind and shit, and I had to put it in, and it was already at the end of the movie. I, I remember I had like this car, this this little like toy car that was like a rewinder. Mm-hmm. I just love putting it in and. Oh, you, had, oh, you was bad and boozy back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, I didn't. You had a rewinder. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, straight up. Okay. I because see, the because I don't you rewind my finger. Because you, you remember the, the oh, see that's too good. That's too good. You remember the old ones, the old TVs? They'd fuck up your VCR. Mm. So remember, you you uh, you'd buy a separate one that 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 way in case that shit broke, you could just buy another one, not your TV. Oh, he wasn't buying the right brand. Probably. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, Probably. I almost agreed with you. I had to stop myself. Like, nah, I, I can't. I can't agree yeah, with you. Yeah, what are you talking? I just had the VCR. You stop put it in the VCR. Swap me, Gary. Yeah, the VCR. <laughs> Damn. The VCR yeah. would just hook up to the TV and then you could plug it. Work. Yeah, exactly. So like that's yeah. So, so you I mean, the VCR. So VCR stage excessively. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much, and then. Any Pretty much just graduating onto fans of shit. Any movies that stood out that you that you used, you, you know, uh, besides the pornographic ones? And, uh, VCRs? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Shit, The Sandlot? Sandlot, classic. The Sandlot, shit. classic. Yeah. They had that this week at the UV. The UV will do, University oh, yeah. Village will have throwback Tuesdays where they just play old movies at Sandlot this week. Damn. Yeah. I should have gone to that shit. Just because it's one baseball, of the movies you watch ba- the most. You're in baseball. Mm-hmm. I feel like I watch the most. I like basketball. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and like you have the Sandlot, and like I don't know. I mean, I was a kid, so I saw like honestly, I rewinded Power Rangers a lot, mm-hmm. and like Lion King and shit. Again, another classic. Okay. So like you move on to that, you move on to, I mean, moving on to middle school, right? Wow. And then you have, for me, it was like like Dark Knight and shit, and yeah. like 2008, like. Nolan movies and that Scorsese shit. Was like yeah. yeah, what a what a what an upgrade, you know, like to from 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 this almost I want to say silly shit. Yeah. To the Dark Knight. Yeah. To like. Yeah. Especially if you understand the symbolism in the Dark Knight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and like you see, so like you know you just I I I was generally just a fan, and I was True. like okay look. When you, when I signed up for class, I even took a class in high school. It was like mm-hmm. media oh, class. So you, it was like you used with the business early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So like you know how like some high schools they do the TV news for the right. for the for the school. Yeah. So like I I I worked on that. Mm. It was cool. Getting I mean like. Feet wet. Okay. Yeah. Get yeah exactly getting your feet wet. Where do you see yourself in like five to ten years? I want to see. Hopefully, I want to see myself working on set, constantly. And like getting constant work, 
uh, a better goal would be to direct my first feature mm. by then. You working on something right now or what? Uh, yeah, so right now I'm actually I'm actually planning on shooting my film within like two months. Okay. If I could get all the moving parts together, it's called uh, it's uh, it's gonna be adapted off the uh, anime Death Note. Uh, no, uh, yeah. a cartoon, cartoon? Not not cartoon. Okay. It's just a, it's an it's an adaptation of what I drew from that anime, that cartoon. Oh, so like a human, yeah. like a human, yeah, like yeah. real life, live action. Okay. Did you, so, did so you, wait, I'm, hold on, how? Uh, now, is there a role for like a bald headed, like caramel complected, like five six black male? Yeah, five six. Maybe. You I mean, five, I mean, like, five. I don't want to do nothing objectifying. Yeah. I'm not gonna be robbing no liquor stores. Yeah. Okay. We're trying to change the trajectory. I, you know, no if you dresses. got some kind of uplifting roles, I could play. Well, that I, I, you know, I can still look cool in. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it's strange you say that because there are multiple scenes in yeah. the script where they're literally robbing liquor stores, really, and, yeah, and restaurants wow, and businesses. Yeah. Little spoiler. Go have a white girl do it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You should you should definitely have a have a white girl set it off. Yeah, yeah. The two, uh, <laughs> two the two main characters at the moment, that yeah. I don't think they could be tied down to like. To male or female roles. For real? Yeah. Also, oh, it's like, it's, it's a gender it's, unbiased. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Okay, okay, I can dig it, man. Well, you know, yeah. let me know, man. I, I get my yeah. act on. Hell yeah. I'm trying to get my sad car, you dig? I already got my ass cap. And it, I heard it's very easy, too, to like get, get, to get into SAG. For real? Not easy. You got like SAG your pants, just like growing uh, <laughs> Just like a little bit, so your ass ain't out. It's yeah. SAG. Yeah. Well, honestly, like a lot of the people we work with, even that work for free, are SAG actors. Mm. For real, and like I was just like, I was like, what are you, what are you doing here? Like it's just, oh, I mean, it's just something. I wasn't, I, I'm not working today. Yeah, you know, you might as well just get something else on my reel. True that, true that. Shit like that. As long as you're breathing, why not? Yeah. SAG is a Screen Actors Guild for people. Who they are. better know what the Screen Actors Guild is. I hope so. Some mm-hmm. people don't know. There's a lot. I don't know. Of some them. people was raised on South Park, and they might think of the other acronym. But we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Pink Mafia. Pink Mafia. Yeah. Don't play. Don't play. Pink. Yeah. My, you know, my sister, uh, yeah. I, she, uh, she's, uh, so she's got me and my, my, my little brother and sister, uh, the twins, they got this little crew that they run around with called the Melanin Gang. Oh my gosh. Shout out to the Melanin Gang, by the way, if you're listening. MG, where you at? <laughs> Melanin Gang. <laughs> yeah. And she's trying to, she's like, what are you, uh, you know, she, so she's like, hey, I'm going to have them listen to the podcast. This is real good, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of black heavy, but they're all mostly black. But she's letting in. There's like there's an Asian in there, which is you still got some melanin. If yeah, you're don't Asian. get don't get it twisted. Black melanin is not just black. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Melanin is is is, is you know I, of course black people have a more higher concentration of melanin, but shit, white some white folks have melanin too. You know what I mean? It's just you know, and more than meets the eye. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it really it really is a mentality thing, more more so as well as a, a pigmentation thing. Um and yeah, what's your what's your what's your favorite movie of all time, uh, Gary? It's uh, that's besides, that's easy. That's besides Malcolm X. Amores. <laughs> it's called Amores Peros. It's an international film. Amores it's a Spanish Peros. film. Amores Peros. Yes, and what's, it's about, what's that about? Uh, so loves a bitch. Uh, yeah, so translation. Don't try to act like you speak Spanish, Alan. <laughs> you don't speak Spanish. I speak Spanish. You don't speak Spanish. You don't act like you just. You entiende? You entiende? You entiendo? You entiendo? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. So what's that about? So basically, it involves around a, a car crash. So basically, it's three stories, and they're all uh, interconnected by one event in a street, and it's a car crash. So like, uh, that's like the Mexican crash. 
Oh, people people call it. I'm like, hold on, they got Terrence Howard, El Terrence Howard. Yeah. So, you, so, but like, and then you have El ludicrous. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, that's that's right here. You have all these different classes of people. So you have like a like a low class, a mid class, and a high class, okay. and they're all involved in this one place. And one's a dog fighter, another's a magazine director, mm-hmm. and another's just like a homeless man, ex ex uh, bounty hunter. All different like, walks of life. Yeah, all different walks of life, right. based on this one film, and the editing. The editing is great in it. It's just it tells a great story. It's sad as fuck if you have dogs. Mm. If you have dogs, it's well, sad as hell. So I ain't gonna cry. Oh yeah. So like if you do, if you have dog a mortis pedos, I mean yeah. dogs are in the title. Watch out, you know, because like it's gonna depress the shit out of you. But mm. it's like it's it, still a great. All, all dogs go to film, heaven now. So aesthetically. You know. You the know? movie, the movie is also seething with like suspense and a lot of tension. Like mm-hmm. as you're watching it, you're never, you're not on that really on the edge of your seat, but you're afraid to to sort of see what happens next. Oh, you saw like, it? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. real. Actually, we saw it. We I, he sent it to me the day before. Remember when we went out to L.A.? You, me, we picked up Miranda. Miranda shout out to Miranda by the way. Also, shout Miranda out to though Miranda. made us Miranda. made us drive her to a bunch of interviews. We were driving up and down as L.A., but you know what? We you know we had a fun time. Yeah. Either way, it was a party. Either it's way, party either way. Okay, actually, you you came out, you drove out on the metro, and then we picked you up from the station. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it was the home of Chicago, boy. Dude, that mm-hmm. day was so. It, her sister Bella Pacheco had like two twins with her. They ended up getting a flat tire. You remember oh, that? No. And we just ri- we just rode out. We listened to Kendrick Lamar. We listened to Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. Drove around L.A. Drove across that bridge, whatever that was, into. I don't know if it was. Com- I don't know, but it sounded. It's. It felt like we were in Compton because mm-hmm. we were listening to Good Kid. Went to went to Little <laughs> Tokyo. Feel like you're in Compton. I don't know. I mean, like, I, we, I we passed by like like Little Tokyo and everything. We went to Little Tokyo. Quiet as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever been to Little Tokyo. Very quiet. Very clean. Yeah. Very Japanese. Yeah, because if you get out mm-hmm. long, they go can your ass. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, hey, there's this J- Japanese phrase that I saw on this flyer, this wallpaper. It was so deep. What? It was. Uh, the phrase was kinsukuri. I don't know. Yeah, we got a we got a we got a residential Japanese on deck, so we'll have to ask him. Maybe we'll bring him in. All he's mm-hmm. gonna do is nod and smile. That's all he does, really. I don't know. I don't know how much he understands. Yeah, don't, don't say nothing. You don't know what you're saying now. You might no, 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 no. Okay, right? this is actually no. I know exactly what okay, this means. Right. It says. Kintsukuri means literally kintsukurai, or what? I don't know how to pronounce it. Literally means to repair with gold, and the mm-hmm. idea is that, say, if that bongo broke or like a, a piece of pottery would would break, yeah. they wouldn't like throw it away. What they did, what they would do is they'd repair it and they would glue it to, like in the in the cracks. They would fill it up with gold, like they would fill it up with gold powder or mm-hmm. silver powder, mm-hmm. to sort of emphasize that this pot. Not well, not only perfect, but it's it was its own personal fate, and it was also its um, it it was it, it gave it gives it character. It's like now is when this the life of this pot starts is when it is it has been wounded, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And so you check the uh, the pottery facts and found out it's been in two accidents, <laughs> and uh, and the value of the no let's stop <laughs> <laughs> the pot facts. But yeah, we went out. To that was that was a fun day. Two accidents. Amer- so Ameros Peros. Amor, Amor Peros, yes. Who's the director of that? That, that was um, Alejandro Gonzalez in year two. Who Alejandro did that? Yeah. I don't that's know who Alejandro is. But Birdman, a, the guy who did Birdman. Birdman. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. With uh, Yeah, okay. and The Revenant okay. with Leo. Okay. 
Dude, The yeah. Revenant was okay. Birdman loved Birdman. Saw it twice. Not not ba- not not baby cash money. Brr, not that Birdman. Hey, <laughs> man, give Lil Wayne's money, man. Birdman. Anyway, is he gonna ever give a is is little what is ha- Birdman is still walking around? How has he not been sued? Does Lil- he is being sued. Oh, he, he is. is yeah. He's being, oh, okay. He has pending lawsuits. <laughs> he didn't pay I Tiger. Do. I ain't gonna get in that, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, don't sign. Don't sign no deals. That's all. Yeah. That's that. I mean, if you don't know not to sign a deal now, you'd be independent. I don't know what yeah. the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> and where, where the fuck's Wayne at though? When when is he gonna drop some shit? Uh, is, when Birdman he... releases releases uh, his shit to where he can release it. There's this great. I'm gonna see if I find it, but you guys keep on. That's just sad, man. That's like, man, here this cat, Lil Wayne, and pretty much carried this label on his back before Drake and, and Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if anybody you gonna pay, you should pay him. Yeah, exactly. That was was okay. Uh, if you're reading this too late, was peak Drake for me, and and after that, I was like, fuck Drake. Yeah. But. That was what was so gangster about if you're reading this too late. It was like a message to Birdman like, all right, I'll, I'll make a mixtape or an album while I'm still on this label. But also, fuck you, and I'm going to go do my own shit. Yeah. Why, you, why you say so, fuck Drake, though? Because we already talked about this. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. There was this article that really broke it down about how it was like the rise of the beta, like... The like the, the beta nerd who now had power, like kind of like Revenge of the Nerds type shit where... It's like, um, it's like, it's, you know, like we have alpha male misogyny, right? Where it's just like conventional misogyny. And then there's like misogyny, like the dude who shot up Isla Vista. There's like mm. weak dudes. There's like beta male misogyny, right? Mm. Where mm-hmm. it's like you, you carry out your like, uh, you know, bad, th- not Isla, bad thoughts, Vista, but like what, what's that again? Isla Vista in, in, in oh. Santa Barbara where the, the oh, dude yeah. shot up all the sororities yeah, yeah. because yeah. like he wasn't getting any attention from them, yeah. right? That's beta male misogyny. Suck a, suck a shit. Right? Yeah, so yeah. like there's different ways that you can be a misogynist mm-hmm. and it, and this article, it was like why I'm breaking up with Drake. I recommend it for everybody. It, and, it, and it came out around the time that Meek Mill and him were beefing. Which was mm. also annoying to watch because you knew Drake was never gonna lose that battle. Right. You're that, like, that, the fuck is yeah. this, dude? What are yeah. you doing? You're going after this guy. That was that was like yeah. I, that was what really I was like, dude, you go. This is not even a worthy opponent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how are you gonna? This is like, uh, you know what? I, so I was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. But the whole art, the article is great, and it really breaks down this idea of Drake being not only a fuckboy, but just uh, like a beta male who now has who gets pussy, but is not over the fact that he didn't get pussy back in the day. Basically, he's a corny ass nigga, and he's just you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He owned, and so now now that now they all own. Mm-hmm. But I'm not you know Dra- I'm not gonna say Drake is not talented. The, the, the no, dude, you know what I'm saying. The, the man then 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 kept the reign going for over ten years. Exactly. So oh, did like, you hear about that? Huh? You hear about the the Billboard? He's not on the Billboard Hot 100 yeah, for the first time in like nine years. Because yeah. he's falling off. He's falling yeah. off. But that's see, why that, the pendulum always swings. To, this, can't it, fake the funk. You can't stay on top forever. I mean, yeah. that, you, I mean, come on now. I mean, that's just what it is. That's that's life. But you know what I mean? Wait, wait. I, I, I think, well, what, what, sorry, the first time for in in what like in like five years or what? And, no. So so ever since 2009, you remember uh, Best Driver Had? Yeah. That song. Yeah. So that's the first time he reached the Hot 100. Yeah. Now, he's had a song, at least one song on the Hot 100 every week for nine, eight years. And his reign has just ended, like, I think a week ago or two. That's what you get. Well, now they play Redbone every five minutes. Exactly. Uh, Chavez Gambino. He got replaced by Chavez Gambino. That's what happened. 
Childish Gambino. Shout out to Childish Gambino and Atlanta. Man, I still gotta watch Atlanta. I'm slipping. Dude, yeah, me too. Me dude, too. I'm slipping. I already know. <sighs> it's yeah. great because it's like it does have elements of like mysticism and kind of like fantasy and like there's mm-hmm. like some supernatural elements to it, but also just how fucking black it is. It's yeah. so black. It's jo- like not only is it we- it's well written and entertaining, but it's so black that you're like, you like you're like whoa, where are- is black a trend? I black, black has always been black, it's, black it's, has always been a trend. Recently, is it is it a trend to be woke? Yes, it is. It's a trend to be woke, right? That's what that's mm-hmm. what I meant to say. But you can't. I mean, but also like, you, you putting you putting numbers up on the board. That's not like it's not Atlanta's not trendy. Atlanta is childish Gambino being the spook who sat next to the door, okay, writing so for Thirty Rock, being some punk on uh, Community with Dan Harmon. Making some music and finally having some clout to make his own show, Atlanta, mm-hmm. with all with the all black cast, right. dude. Mm-hmm. Which makes uh, what he did with the Migos all the more like it. it, it what did it he do with Migos? Just how he went up on that stage and mm-hmm. and, and, and dropped the bad and bougie. What did he do? What did he, he, he say? He, he, he was at the Golden Globes and the Golden uh, Globes. That's what yeah, he said. Yeah. He was in the or the yeah Golden Globes. Yeah, and he went up on stage and he was like uh, he had won like. Best series or something. Yeah. He won best series on uh, Golden Globe, and he goes. He just goes. I like to thank the Migos. You know, Bad and Bougie is the best song right now. Like he, he just power that he little had. that just that little reference. Propelling the Migos to yep. something they to another plateau. Yep. That's what. That's the spook that's, who that's, sat next yeah, to the door, you know man. Yeah. Oof. And so it's like that's what we're supposed. We gotta uplift each other, man. That's exactly. what we're supposed to be getting that position of power. Don't forget about your brothers and sisters, black and brown. Don't don't forget about them. You know what I'm saying? Reach reach back mm-hmm. and pull your brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? So with, not just give them money, but establish them so they can make their own money and yeah. have their own wealth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's one thing, like, you could go donate a laptop, a couple, couple racks to a school, but what is that really doing? Even if you donate a million dollars, do you do you, you got to know where that money's going at all times and, and stay on top of that. It's, it's, it's easy to do that. Yeah. Teach you know a man I mean? to fish. Man. Exactly. You show where that water is, and you be like, hey, knock yourself out, play. It's cod in there. Mm-hmm. It's whiting in there. Ain't no tilapia, because tilapia is a GMO. I ain't never heard tilapia pass uh, 10 years ago. That's a um, GMO made up fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like a Frankenstein fish. I forgot what my original point was about Atlanta, but the point is, it was a great. Atlanta, was a great, I gotta watch Atlanta. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great show. He's another person that's changing the trajectory uh, in the culture. And you know also, that whole, that Awaken My Love album. Dude, the the samples he uses samples from Sly and the Family, mm-hmm. Stones. It's very like uh, Earth, Wind and Fiery. It's mm-hmm. very like that's where it's at though. Mm-hmm. So that music, that's where it's at. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's that the real power. That's that real, real. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The Eternal. Go back to the Eternal. I wrote this down. What was it? Oh, I wrote, I was writing like I write notes to myself, like how to conduct myself now after reading Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, and mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, like how to conduct my life. And one of the, and one of them was on writing, like how to write properly, yeah. and one of them was to journal. But one of them was also like, to not rely on that which is temporary, like inspiration, for example. And this isn't my quote, but the, the it's, it goes, uh, inspiration is for amateurs, right? And the reason is, you know, like an artist, like inspiration is temporary. It comes and goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you it's wait to be struck. Energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wait to be struck by inspiration. Mm-hmm. What does a professional do? They create their own inspiration, which is no longer inspiration. It's just creating your own energy. Mm-hmm. So it's the yeah, eternal. Right. Plug into that eternal shit. Man, I'm, I try, I'm, I'm trying to master it every day. Just be a master of energies. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> take notes. Just you like, start take notes. Whatever it may be, you know, just like competition or just like a, a vast of other shit, you know, like other other things to follow. You have your own heroes. You could go bust through your own horizons and just, you know. Yeah, okay. I mean, that middleman, that, that middleman being taken out really opened up the floodgates for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of creative people that really don't, that, that like they've been waiting for this moment. And there's no mm-hmm. excuses now. There's no excuses. It really ain't. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's it really ain't. I think really every. Ain't. I think a lot of us would just we're just making excuses for why we can't do something. Yeah. But and I think it takes a point where you really can't take it anymore. Like when the pain from doing from procrastinating and making excuses is is to such a degree that you're like I can't. I gotta commit. I can't do this anymore. I can't be sitting here and watching these people be successful. Yeah. I can't sit here and, and, and dream about being there when all I need to do is sit down and do the work. Mm-hmm. You got to just lock into something and, and, and you know, write it down, lock into it, and, and, and just every day. That's what I'm doing. I'm a work in progress with it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You got to, like, I, it's things that I have in motion right now that's more like back endish. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to take some time. What do you like, mean like back my, like, like my block party. Like, it's going to yeah. take about six to eight months to plan this block party. Sure. But how I'm going to do it is I'm about to start working at uh, Encore. This, you know, it's an art school. Mm-hmm. I go to Tupac went to. They, they have their, the first iHeart station for our high school. Encore is having that or putting that in their school right here. So shout out to Encore, Encore downtown. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's big shout out to Encore. You know what I mean? And, and, and talk about synchronization. You know, I work for 99. I work for iHeart. That is an iHeart station. So who else is supposed to run it? You know what I'm saying? So it's like things are lining up for me to where that's lining up towards the end of the year. That's going to line up. On top of, I'm thinking about having the kids plan a block party and have them employ them and give them jobs oh, to where they can start getting their feet Wait a wet. second. You're not just trying to get to do work for you. No, well, not. that too. But, uh. <laughs> but it's, it's teaching responsibility. Yeah, sure, sure. Because, you know, this school, this school is an open campus school. You have to have a certain type of maturity to even go to the school. Oh, I see them walking around you know downtown saying? when I go into yeah. work. I see them. And I like the vibe. I like the energy of these young mm-hmm. kids going to an art school, yeah. walking around. It makes the city almost look like D.C. or it's New modeled, York. It's, when I went to the uh, meet, they have meetings every Tuesday at 6 o'clock, like community meetings. Um, they modeled it off the Art Institute in New York. Yep. The, I mean, the New York uh, Art Fashion or whatever. Dude, it feels exactly like that. There's yeah. kids walk. There's like a drop-off point, and they're all streaming, just like crowds of kids, and they're all kind of wild and just mm. talking, and you're like, this is great. This is like yeah. these little artist kids. I'm telling you, and, and every time I go past, I'm like, man, I can feel it. I see it. Yep. You know what I mean? I see it, and it's like, it's going to go down. Like, I'm talking about, this, like, for one, it's like I said, it's the only iHeart station for a high school in the world right here in Riverside. So it's gonna pop. And I already work right here with these people, so it's like, it's like almost like I'm creating a, a, a link. You know what I mean? Synergy. It's the, the synergy, you know what I mean? So I'm just, you know, being patient and really just planning and really uh, sticking to the plan, as Big Sean would say. And uh, yeah, it's going. the harvest is gonna come for all of us. Things you know seem man? to lot, Gary, like we, I think <laughs> we, we talked about this a lot because we spent a lot of time just chilling, talking in the car, going to In-N-Out every other day for a while mm-hmm. and we talked about how things were lining up yeah. and things I for me I definitely get a sense that everything's going according to plan I think I can say the same for crew can you like yeah. do you feel this thing where everything is happening right on time everything happens for a reason you, I, I agree I agree with that but yeah, like it's just uh, 
I, I agree with everything that everything that happens to you, yeah, of course it's going to happen for a reason. And at the time, you may not agree with it. There's this, uh, there's this verse in, um, what's it? I think it's in John, mm-hmm. where he goes, uh, uh, you know, why why are you washing my feet, Lord? I, I don't even want to bring the Bible or anything. No, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bible's yeah. got gems. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was reading this, and matter of fact, I was reading this in Southwest. He goes like, why are you washing our why are you washing our feet he goes like jesus says you may not understand what i'm doing right now but you will later mm-hmm. and like for for like what i went through you know a couple months ago like do you want to talk about that or what? sure sure i mean sure just up to a point okay and it's just like it is like i still don't understand it per se but i slowly am understanding through my experiences now within the two months that I've been, you know, out, right. why those experiences, for example, I just got, I just got paid again and I just got paid not for my previous work, but for the work that I wanted to do. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Dude, do you remember, bro, yeah. do you remember mm-hmm. when this first started happening and I, yeah. what did I tell you? I was like, use this as an opportunity to slow, it's slowing everything down for you. Yes. That's exactly what I said. I was like. Do you want to say what happened, or do you? Sure. So I mean, uh, so I was I was incarcerated for like two months. I went in on April tenth, but you know, of course I'm not gonna say for what or whatever. You know, just that's uh, just me. I just don't want to say. It. You know, but uh, of course I'm out now, so that says something. He robbed fourteen liquor stores. And <laughs> shot. 14. Can you say that you were falsely no. accused? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, okay, so okay, I was okay, falsely okay, accused. Okay. Yeah, falsely accused. So I mean, yeah, so, that happens yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's crazy because like with the Riverside court system, like they have something of a of a conviction rate of like ninety something percent mm. per inmate. So for me, you know, being in there working with my lawyer and shit, and like just realizing, you know, fuck, with ninety percent, that's pretty fucking high. Like I'm not gonna, and I'm not even gonna lie. Like uh, after a while, I was just like, okay. Well, let me start thinking about, like, maybe all of the innocent people that go to jail or that go to prison, rather. And it's just like, shit, you know, like, after a while, you know, you start to lose, like, a little bit of hope because you're just like, shit, what if I, what if I am, like, uh, uh, falsely indicted or not indicted, incriminated, uh, incriminated. They're not gonna care. You're just a statistic. Convicted. Yeah. Convicted. Oh, yeah, convicted. Convicted. And yeah. I, and there, I, I remember what my, uh, what my first Sully told me. He was like, because I thought I was gonna be out the first week, second. Sure. Mm. He goes, you better be here for the long haul. You better be prepared for the long haul. That's what yeah. he said. And I was just like, eh, I'm not, I'm not ready to take what you're saying just because I know. I'm gonna be out. Like, like I didn't do shit. Yeah, I didn't do shit. I was, just, yeah, and, yeah. I was just like, I'm not gonna fucking listen to you right now because like you're fucking wrong. And he goes, he goes like, look, listen, and I'm, I'm like, and of course I don't want to say who he is either, but yeah. he's now uh, convicted. Mm. He is now convicted of what I thought his crime was, and you know it's just sometimes you, yeah, it's just the level that the the level that you get to know people and see what they're capable of and like it's just it's just really it was just a tough thing to to gulp down uh at the moment but you know yeah. it, at, in the end 
in the end and even during that process you get to know more about these experiences you get to know okay now i could relay this message on to say people that are heading the wrong path right rather than provide a testimony for them exactly yeah and to just give them like a look i've experienced it and you don't want to head here no matter what you know you know what it's capable of now because i'm there because i was there and i was just but if you're, if you're going to be on Scary Straight, you got to say it more scary than that. Like, yeah. you know what? I learned, little badass kid. You got to say it with <laughs> conviction. Exactly. Yeah, but for us real, though, man, because, you know what I mean, it's a lot of little confused, lost young ones out here, man. And mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I, you know, I'm, I'm from Illinois, I'm from Chicago and all that. And, you know what I mean? It's a lot of just, just uh, this savagery going on, man. Like, you know what I mean? The, the mentors is gone. Mm-hmm. Everybody locked up. You know, that mass incarceration in the 90s was a real thing with the Clintons, with the, how they did. They just was locking people up. Yeah. Now, 20, 30 years la- later, that's people are getting like, um, you know, um, what's the word? They're, you know, they're, they're released. Re- released on, they're, they're on re- false. Yeah, on well, DNA. You know, they like, weren't fucking, yeah, they right, weren't, they, nothing they were just, wrong. They were just rounding people mm-hmm. up and just throwing them. If you feed mm-hmm. my fit a description, yeah. you was getting locked up. Yeah, For exactly. years, though. Yeah. And they going to throw away the key on that ass. And, and, and like I said earlier, the, the prison is a new plantation. Mm-hmm. And they specifically targeted black, black and brown people yeah. with that mass incarceration shit. And, and that w- that was the craziest like statistic I, I ever found out. Like, yeah. the more the more that people were incarcerated, or ra- rather, I'll change it up. So every time someone was transferred on a bus from a jail to the court, they made three hundred dollars off of just one. Off of one inmate. Dude, how are they going to make jail profitable, dude? I don't even understand What that. is the logic, dude? Because this it's cheap is, labor. It's cheap labor. It's like, it's slave dude, labor. Dude, this is why, you know this man? is why America's so fucking tacky and has no culture. Because I was thinking about this the other day, like, why, like, uh, something about, uh, like, tackiness, and I read this thing, like, why is it tacky? And I thought about it, and I was like, because the goal is always to make money. Right. It's not mm-hmm. to make culture. It's not to, it's not to, like have some sort of history or nurture history or any kind of like substance it's always to make money capitalism dude and whenever you're trying to make money you cheapen things and you make them tacky dude how are you gonna make money off of bodies like that well because the Mm -hmm. same way they made made money off bodies during slavery you know what i'm saying i mean that you gotta understand that it just morphs that the dna has not really changed it's still the same i mean it's changing now kind of because that old shit is kind of dying but shit no it ain't you see what happened in Charlottesville? Mm-hmm. They, they they got their second win. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. And then they mistake saying? the money, and then they mistake the money for class. Oh, I got a lot of money. I'm classy, bitch. Ah, mm. dude, these people, these people. But all right, you were good. We got about we're about one minute and fifteen minutes in, but I feel like we. But so to flip it though, in terms of like, you just said. You quit, so you had to, I mean, you had no option. You had to leave your job at, what, a Harbor Freight? Yep. I had a little incident of my own that forced Mm -hmm. me to quit Harbor Freight, too. Mm -hmm. Coincidence? Mm -hmm. I think not. Nah, ain't no coincidence. No mistakes in the Ain't no coincidences. Gary was there. Crew was there. At the same, dude, crew, something was happening to you, too, at the same time. Man, hey, we all, we was always going through it. Through that, dude, how is it that that, but that we were having The white lighter. The white lighter. The white fucking lighter, bro. White lighter's bad luck. Hey. Why is the white lighter bad luck, Gary? I, just because fuck him. No, but you just, found, uh, you, you, uh, you looked it up because you didn't even oh. know that it was bad luck. <laughs> remember, you looked it up. Why was it? Because uh, 
people die with white lighters in their pocket. Any, any, any Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. You but know, that, I was born on the same day wait, as Jimi Hendrix. So me, oh shit, I did not November know that. November twenty seventh. Oh fuck. So wait, what, what's the white lighter thing? Cause I'll, I'll, I'll never buy a white lighter again. Hold on, what, what you trying to yeah, say? Yeah. Now? First of all, yeah, straight up, don't do not do not buy a white lighter. For real. Ever. Little, big, don't matter. Crack, if, nothing. If you out the game, okay, and you see a white lighter, you know you're really in no danger. But if you're in the game. If you're still in that world and you see a white ladder, you better run or go home and pray or whatever. Stay home. If you're in the game, uh, people, the real people will know it, and we don't need to, we don't need to clarify at all. But if you're in the game and you see a white ladder, turn around and run. Yeah. I freaked out. I freaked the fuck out when I saw it. And what happened a few weeks later? That sounded like pop rocks and soda. Listen. that was just one hell of an experience. What, two, three years ago? This was in 2015. 2015, two years so ago. So that forced me to quit Harbor Fate. And then there was this re- reincarnation yep. that happened. In the same way, what I'm trying to get at is two months, these two months, mm-hmm. you come back and, like you said, you got paid for what you really want to do for the first time. Yeah. And it's, it's such a surreal thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's such a, yeah, it's yeah. such a, like, not even like a such a successful moment, but it's like wow, I'm here. Right. It's 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 such a like, I've reached the point of like what I'm trying to do for the rest of my life. Mm. I'm trying to get paid for something that's creative, and mm. something that I could leave a mark on. So like, when I got paid that when I oh man, it w- and like, and to know that like because obviously like yeah. I, I wasn't getting any kind of money. In fact, I was losing money yeah. in jail. That's when you it, when yeah. you lose money in jail, you know, commissary and fucking lawyer fees and all, all kinds of shit. shit. All yeah. kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. You lose. You have to. You have to still make payments on shit. You right. still have you to don't still. Stop. Bills don't stop. Yeah, bills don't stop. Yeah. And of course, I mean, I wasn't paying all that shit. Of course, it affects other people, my family. All types of other shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, leads to all kinds of factors. You leave people. You leave connections. You... But at the end of it all, it's almost like burning a piece of your life and rebuilding from the ground up yep. from scratch. Resurrection. Yeah, dying resurrection. resurrection. Yeah, d- yeah, definitely. That was, that was, your, that was your, 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 your death and your mm-hmm. resurrection. We all... Th- all three of us have gone through very distinct yeah. and profound... Like mm-hmm. resurrection. Figuratively speaking. Figuratively mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah. So, do you think, when do you think, ha- had this not happened, would you have ever quit Harbor Freight? Would you I ever mean, have gotten yeah. paid? Eventually, but Eventually. when? You don't know when. Exactly. You don't know. It could You could have gotten real comfortable at Harbor Freight. Mm-hmm. Right? And the, the scary part was, is I, w- I was. Yeah. I, I, I was, and I was in a position where I was like, you know, I could possibly advance, and I was scared of having that mindset. Yep. Mm. Of staying there. Man, and fuck I Har- shout out to Harbor Fate. Fuck Harbor Fate. Damn, no. how you saying fuck, fuck Harbor Fate, man? Hold on. Oh, damn, you got so good with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, fuck Harbor Freight to a point where it's like, oh, like, it, in terms of like the way they treat you to the point where you have to stay there. No. Like, stay there and advance on yourself and leave and move on. You know what That's I'm saying? That's the thing. How many people have like the control? To leave, exactly. You well, know, you know, you don't own Harbor, you don't own, own Harbor Freight. That's yeah, not yeah. your company. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. So but it's like, but you know, it's, it's like at the end of the day, it's not for you. you yeah, yeah. Me? But people so don't like, recognize that it's too easy to be. Do you know how many like thirty year olds are working there? Forty yeah, year olds. That's them. Yeah. The average person is dead out here. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And and you know you did the right o- thing. You followed your heart. 
Dude, they were only giving us eight hours a week. I was throwing... I was just throwing product. You get mad at me. I would just throw... Okay, so we were doing... Okay. (laughs) This was... was, I was so over it. I was so fucking annoyed. Because, number one, I did... Sort of was getting into refereeing at the time. And was getting paid, like, very good money. Way more. And compared to this Harper Freight... And it was the first... My first job... And it was a minimum wage job. And immediately, I was like, my time is way is worth way more than this fucking $9, which really is $7 after taxes, right. of spending Real in this bumfuck tool store. So very quickly, I started, we were doing... <laughs> you don't need oh, no tools, shit. though? You don't need no hammers or nothing? Not from Harbor Freight, dude. It's uh, all right, cheap okay, shit great. that breaks Eight immediately. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Just <laughs> China is. shit. Dude. China dust all over uh, the place. But you learned something from that. It's well, crazy. that's what exactly. you took something Dude. from. I mean, I you can't to, say fuck yeah. it all together. Like well, that. yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you, know, you, you took something from that situation. Shit like that. But yeah. I was over quick. I mean, I would, we, would do, we would do the, the warehouse work. We were doing yeah. warehouse work, breaking our backs. I saw Bender last week, by the way. Oh, you did? I swear to God, I saw Bender. Oh, was he bending over? No. Oh. <laughs> His name was Bender because he was an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, he can get bent. Oh, that type of bender. I'm like, damn. Oh. Is that, is that? They named him after the guy. Go. They named him after the guy in Futurama. Yeah. They named him after the robot after the bender. Robot. I saw him at uh, Aurora Vista. We were celebrating. Was No, he was just sitting there. Same old. I'm just looking for my buddies. He's like a Mexican country kid. I his skater kid. But he was. Yo, shout out to Bender because he really worked hard. He worked. A nice like kid who really you almost kind of felt bad for him because. He worked super hard. He took shit from from the supervisor who themselves were taking shit from higher up than them. And we all worked warehouse. So what we do is have to wait for the truck and then we would move the product from the truck into the warehouse. So we would kind of form a supply line and I would just get in the truck and jump on the boxes of product and just throw them. I would just launch them. Damn, you the reason why I got fucked up packages. I would just launch Damn, them. Damn, man, that's why my shit came broken shit. I would man, get, I was just it. like here for eight hours out of the week shit. earning fucking $160. Can't don't support, take it out of my shit. Can't support Damn. none of my habits. This is some bullshit. Yeah. I was just then, picking up, boom, flinging them. And oh, then, man, I, I mean, and I, I got, I got mad at you. I got, <laughs> I honestly, I was like, fuck, like you're like, for yeah, real, like you were going to hit me once. Like, I was like, tripping, shit. Bro. You gonna fuck us all up. I mean, yeah, it was, like, not like, a good time. Not a good time. Yeah. But that's that's cool though, man. You know what yeah. I mean? But you didn't go in there and say fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the point is that was yeah. a long time ago, and it made me realize the death of minimum wage jobs. Yep. Mm. That place was death. Dang. Like for real. It yeah. just hot as hell too, probably. Huh? No, uh, it wasn't that hot. No, but it was just it was just a whole like you would just think like people. Do this. This mm-hmm. is middle America. This yeah. is like it's and retail. It's retail. And you have no power. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. They they like uh, they easily pick up another employee if you yeah. quit or if you threat if oh, you yeah. try and get some leverage. That turnover rate is just yeah. You know. It's super quick. Yeah. And uh, and they squeeze every out like you demanded from no union nothing. I was just like this is some I don't know maybe I was spoiled or I don't know what it was. But I was like, this is some. Bu- I'm not gonna f- ah, fuck this. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's pretty much it. With every like minimum wage job, yeah. though. Like, but I didn't quit though. I I was forced to quit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I remember that day too. Amor fati, baby. Yeah. Amor fati, love of fate. Yeah. So and first day out the feds was a while ago. Yeah, it was um, June, mid June. 
I remember, <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> dude, I remember you telling me you like, and I was like, so what is like, what's up? And you're like, well, gratitude number one, grateful for everything. Yeah. And the lights, like everything is so bright. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? You didn't go outside? You're dude. like, not really. Yeah, like honestly, they. Uh, so like when we would have rec, it would be like once a week at like seven six in the morning mm. when you don't even you have breakfast you have breakfast at four mind you in the morning then you have lunch at eleven thirty. Mm. so really people just ate and went back to sleep until lunch really right that was pretty much the average person other than like the older people that get up uh turn on tv watch cnn or fox depending on who it is what Everybody else. Organic, healthy that, food, that right? Turn, yeah. What are they? What are they? What kind of food they got in there? Oh, Organic, sure. oranges and applesauce and oh, uh, milks. No, not not even oranges. Not uh, a no, ap- There's apples, there's pears and shit. There's like bologna sandwiches all the time. That, that's true. Because when I was in jail in Sacramento, they 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 did definitely hit you with the sandwiches. You yeah. gotta save your fruit for later, though. Yeah, save your fruit. Yeah, save your fruit. That's one thing yeah. I learned when I went to jail. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if, if you go to jail, <laughs> remember. I hope nobody goes to jail, but if you do, save your fruit. Why did they save the fruit? So you can peel. I was in there for six what? days. I went in for you know. What do you use it for? So to masturbate? What are you talking no, about? No, not what the fuck, not, man. No. What is the fruit? What is the fruit? <laughs> you're trying to get a grapefruit or something? What are the women around? Like, what are we saving the fruit for? What is the fruit? I mean, for one. Just have it in your cell or whatever. Two, uh, 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 what's the name of that? Sh- what is what is? Uh, I forgot the name of it. What? Um, what's the name of the drink? What uh, you talking about Tang or something? No, no, not Tang. It was a um, wine beer. No, like oh, you talking about Pruno. Pruno. Yeah. What's Pruno? You wasn't along. You said, oh, you wasn't up too much. You might have some Pruno. What's Pruno? I it's, have Pruno. It's like really heavy concentrated alcohol where they let sit for right. ferment okay. for, for mm-hmm. how long? Would people really do this? In yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. You can get anything, Jay. You can get heroin, crack, weed, Pruno, a pistol. No, man. Pistol. I saw, I saw, I saw meth. I saw heroin. In the, saw, in the in jail. the jail. Yeah. How the hell are they getting in there? I. That's, that's a question I can't answer, and I still don't know. Different but ways. Like, to tell you all you gotta do is peel back. You know, you know what too? That you know what yeah, exactly. And like, just peel back that uncircumcised dick, stick it in that little uh, helmet. Oh my god! Bring wait, it wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. That's just one. This is what we're <laughs> <all the> <laughs> talking about. Turtleneck dicks and shit. Uncircumcised. Uncircumcised. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. how they? Let's not talk about cone dicks right now. <laughs> there was a. Uh, I mean, like shit. Like, you get. You, I saw. I saw porno mags. Oh well, yeah. I, saw, I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, all like, you had was pictures I, of Ariana yeah, Grande that, that you. Uh, no, I had. I had like with magazines. Like, like general like Sports Illustrated type shit or like whatever the yeah. fuck they allow. And what were like, your dreams like? Huh? A dreams? Yeah. Ah oh, shit, man. Blank. Nothing. I thought I thought you said, I thought you said that. It was oh. Like, yeah. A lot of shit. I mean, it was like a lot of like, s- like sex dreams, bro. Like he fucking, had no pussy. Yeah, there's he no, like, there's nothing, he was dude. Like, yeah, I got no because pussy you here. show, you showed me this book with all your clippings from oh, inside. Oh yeah. And it was just, it was magazines, but it was just regular images of women with like their clothes on. <laughs> and and Mexicans be horny more than an average person. This, yeah, <laughs> but man, it, it was strange. Like after a while, how how proud I was of like that collection. It, yeah, you like showed it to there. me, and I was like, "What? This is this not nothing. even naked." Yeah, yeah exactly. It's and you're nothing. like, "Dude, look at this." Yeah, like, just Google something. <laughs> now, 
But like you know, in yeah. you know when you're incarcerated, like shit, you just don't have access to shit, you know. And it so starts like, to get more sensitive. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't need por- dude. Hey, uh, stop looking at porn. Everybody, stop watching porn. Or if you're out there, or at Man, least what, what what? Why? What's, what's a girl? What's <laughs> no, because it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Oh. You start because you start, dude. Think of every. Th- I mean, like if you're looking at like healthy, you know, consensual. Porn is getting real fucking depraved. You know what I mean? Well, it depends what kind of porn you watch. Yeah. I'm not watching it's a motherfucking real. bestiality. No crazy. There's categories. I'm staying my porn length. There's I, categories I to this my, shit. I you know, my threesomes with my two girls. I reduced it to I, my I Cougar Life my account. Like, I just scrolled through Cougar, Cougar Life. Cougar Life. And you know? sex stories. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. If it's not right off the dome. Something with the story. Let's do that. Yeah. Because I don't think it. Hold but, on. Wait, y'all, t- y'all just... Tran- you can't do that. You got to separate the conversation. You said... We talk about porn, and then you talk about making a what, what? What's going on now? Because really, it sound like y'all I didn't say. Porn. I didn't say making. No, it's not like y'all said making a little. Okay, no, clarify that because we talking about jail and porn. Like, come on now. Gotta <laughs> no, clarify because, these, no, because I'm now. saying he could get off just looking at these regular images from a Sears catalog. No, 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 no. I'm not even saying that. I'm not even saying that. Pervert looking at the old woman in lingerie. No, I'm saying just because we talked about your sensitivity increasing, right? Yeah, yeah. In terms of like what you were attracted to, right? So that's just deprived of these images like you know modesty is sexy i like it like leave something to the imagination of course absolutely right yeah, so yeah. overexposure is something that's like a yeah little, that's that's what you're talking about you know your, your, your yeah. era your generation there's a lot of sex 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 sex. that's sex. what i'm saying it's over sex mm-hmm. exactly so stop watching porn go back to basic but nah 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 stay in lane now i don't know just say stop watching porn stop watching that crazy say? ass shit yeah yeah okay stop watching <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with staying in lane watching your little you 70s know, watch porn from the 70s where it's still there's still uh, hair on the you know. Eb- ebony big booty part 45 and um <laughs> Big lips and have fun. Like it ain't nothing wrong with that. Scene yes. forty seven. Damn, oh, you said a real. You see, that was a real title right there. What? What did he say? I what? don't know. Some some sound like a real porno title. <laughs> I don't know. You know he got a motherfucking arsenal. Because <laughs> he said the first thing when he got locked up, he was like, "Man, I started to have dreams about pussy, man. <laughs> I go with pussy withdrawals. Yeah, we'll go through that in, in prison. And it's true. Yeah. Like, Jim. well, the dr- your yeah. your drive goes down. Like it just does. Like fuck, you're a bunch. Of, like you're with a bunch of other fucking dudes. And the food too. You know they put that stuff in the food. I forgot what yeah. it's called. To the, work, to the soft Peter. The yeah, the um, they put the stuff in there so you can't get a wreck. The ladies. the Kool Aid. Bush, are you serious? Swear to God. The 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 fucking. Called, they call it soft Peter, but soft Peter. Oh, yeah, only reason I know that because you know, saying my people was you know, I got uncles when they've been in the penitentiary in and out, mm-hmm. but they'll give you this thing in the Kool Aid that makes your, your your penis not. Erect as much. Are you serious? Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Is That's, this known I, or I've, is, I've it, heard, is there? I've heard of this. So you've heard. Though. You've heard. I've heard of this. Well, super facts. Nice but week. I've heard of this. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, like, they put fucking, something in they, shit, I feel like they do because it doesn't taste like normal shit. It mm. just, it, Why'd you keep, it's Did you keep punch. on drinking it? I did, drink? actually. You, you gotta drink some Water. There's water. Water. Uh, but, I mean, water after a while, it just sucks. Like, fucking just, you, need, you want some taste in there. You want yeah. some fucking, you know, cutting off That's what the Pruno's soda. for. Yeah, I mean, it takes a while. Yeah, he was only there two uh, months out. Pruno yeah. takes some time, bro. Yeah. Pruno takes some time. But, like, it yeah, was, yeah, like, man. Kool-Aid. You could, you could, in commissary, you could buy iced tea. You could buy, like, fucking orange and fruit punch. And, like, you could even buy a thing of, like, a, of, like, a pink lemonade. Yeah. Did you, did you stack your commissary? Did you have Oh, yeah. Uh, I, had a, I had a fucking 7-Eleven in there, dude. Folks was hitting you up for the vittles. Like, yeah. hey, man, you need a spread, Joe. Your commissary's yeah, yeah. turning commas. Yeah. No, honestly, it would be a while after, you know, looking at in the cabinet where I'd have to dig through shit 
to really? like find something. Oh, so you look yeah, at no, you. Yeah, no, no, no. I was stacked. Okay, I'll see you. I was stacked, bro. Like okay. literally, okay. like <laughs> and like it's people come penny. up to me. People come up to me. They'll be like, "Yo, let me. Uh, how much for a honey bun? You know, shit like that." And I'm like. What do you got? And I'm like, what do you need? I'm like, I don't need anything. Yeah, all the news. Oh, I don't need it. Hey, that's the most uh, real talk. That's the most powerful thing to 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 be is in a position where you don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Well, you know what, man? I I hope you never go back to that place. Jail, jail is hell. It is. Are we rapping? We rapping? Um, Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. But um, man, Gary, man, I appreciate you. I feel out. like we barely scratched the surface. Know, We're gonna have to have like a series of these. You know, we could do that, oh, yeah, yeah, Gary. Yeah. Come, I'm bring, bring, come back. Tell us more jail stories about how he had to shank yeah. people in, in cell block five, and oh shit, you know, and how motherfucker tried to take his booty and he killed him, and like you know, we we can get into all them stories. Yeah, we got tacos and tequila at Abdul's house if you want to go to Abdul's house. Okay, I'm down. shout out to Abdulski. Abdul with the tacos and tequilas yeah. coming through. His name's yeah. Abdul. He's got tacos. Yep. Y'all better go check it out. Hey, man, well, uh, Gary, man, thanks again, brother, for coming through. Oh, man, it's thank you. party either way. How you got something else? You got, you got something you want to say? Not really. Do we have a closing song? Did you choose? Um, yeah. No uh, no thanks uh, to you. I mean, uh, shit. Well, right, thank, thank you guys for having me. You know, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, this is fun. Fuck yeah. Let's do this it is, again. Isn't like, this fun? Yeah, yeah. You so, just talk. This so chill. Me and crew would end our, yeah, me and crew would end our conversations like, man, I wish we recorded that. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, and it's, uh, what a good idea. What a consistent platform and like and and fun and it's always gonna oh, happen. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank yeah. you. We gonna try to keep it consistent. <laughs> you know. All right, man. We out. It's a party either way. Peace. Uh, uh. Tune in next week. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in next week, baby. Yeah.
Nah, 